It's starting. We're, We're starting off hot. There was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently there's a fool fool raid. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com. Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would trust a human to raise a pack of wolves. <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear What up, fools? Welcome to another episode of Do Fools Agree. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. That'd be me. Yeah. How you doing tonight, Cliff? I'm all right. Doing all right? I'm all right in here. How was your week? It was a rough one. It was a rough one. It was a rough one, but that's to be expected by now. Right. What can you do? Push I mean, through. I, I, I feel you. Like, this week, for me was on paper looked like it was going to be a cakewalk and I'm more drained after this week than anything else so any week in a little while so I wouldn't quite go that far but starting out Monday I did I did peg it to be an easier week moving forward yeah once I got past that Monday and then it, it never got easier no not one bit but I don't expect it to, and I expect next next week to be worse. I don't have a reason for it to be. I just expect that, you know. So, well, I mean, it's the whole. People say I'm a pessimist. I consider myself a realist. If you expect the worst, then you could be nothing but happily surprised. Listen, period. <laughs> period. But I already know. Listen, the the the, the way my life is positioned. There's no room for optimism. <laughs> you can say that. Damn. <laughs> you can say that. You can say yeah, it's going to be a great day. It's all that. And, but let's be honest. Eventually, it's delusions of grandeur. And it's like, come on. What are you doing here? Right. You can't keep thinking you can't, that. You can't continue to right. like, talk yourself into it being a good situation. And then you and start thinking, like, am I fucking crazy? Like, am I crazy? What's going on? What the fuck am on? I doing? What, is this my fault? You know? <laughs> no. I'm, I gotta keep going. Shit. I mean, that's, that's, in my mind, that's still better than the alternative, so. Right. Ain't nobody gonna run it for you. Right. Run, Forrest. Run. Right. <laughs> well, this is another one of those shows where uh, we don't have any topics, so oh, slide by it. Here we go again. So you want to get us started? Any uh, any inadvertence you want to cover? I off did on? have a pretty deep inadvertent, and 
it was a pretty deep inadvertent. So I was watching a movie. I don't know if you've seen it on HBO Max. Um, the New Mutants. No, but I'm aware of it. Like it was, it was the last. It was going to be in like the Fox X Men universe, right? And it got pushed like eight years by the time it was all said and done. Like For Macy real? Williams, the girl from Game of Thrones, is in it. But it's like from like midway through Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait, who's get, who's the girl from Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, Arya. the right the yeah. yeah, she is. But I haven't seen it. It was one of those ones, and honestly, thank you for telling me it's on HBO Max because I the I saw it available for like rent or whatever. But I had heard such mixed things about. It. I'm like, nah, I'll wait till. It comes and it's a mixed right. I can see why you say that. It's like it's a good. When you really think about it, and I feel like we have similar minds, mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, you're let down. Okay. But it's like That's after you movies, after you really think <laughs> about it, you're like, I guess that's not bad. I guess that's that not a... As, it doesn't mean... Just because you're let down at the end of a movie because it doesn't end the way you think it's going to end doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. Right. So, so just to give you an idea without giving away the movie... Of course, you know the background. They kidnap the kids who are mutants, yep. who have powers, and they say that they want to, they can't release them to the world until they've learned to control, control their, their power, and the main girl doesn't know what her power is. Okay. And that's the whole movie. She doesn't know, she doesn't what, know it is. what it is, but they've tagged her for some reason. Right. And they, they Do can't... you as the audience figure it out before she does, or does she figure it out at the same time the audience does? She doesn't figure... I don't even think she figured it out at the end of the movie. Okay. And that's what's so... That's interesting to me. That's what's so blah about it. Because it's like, when you think about it at the end of the movie, you're like, is that even a good power? Okay. So, But the audience does figure out what it is. Or they tell the audience what the power is. They don't tell you what it is. Oh. You just kind of formulate it yourself. Okay. And the, the, the idea behind it is while they're in this facility, yeah, they're testing them to see how powerful they may be. Gotcha. You feel what I'm saying? Which tracks with like X-Men universe, like round up the mutants, register them. Right. So they're doing all these tests on her, basically. trying to see what her power is because she doesn't know it. They don't know it. But all they keep getting back is dangerous levels, like, like get rid so of her. Got, she's she's too got powerful. The the X gene or whatever, and it's off the charts. It's like basically, Star Wars and midi chlorines. Like she's got a high count. You've lost herself. me there, but but yeah, I, same idea. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like she like she's too dangerous for them to hold her there, type shit. But she doesn't know it, okay. and they don't know why. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's basically, so the end of the movie, of course, it shows itself, which is, and you see how I use those words, yeah. it shows itself. Okay. Because it's almost like she can't even control her power. So it's kind of like a, a, my guess with that wording is it's kind of like Jean Grey and Phoenix. Very close. Okay. But she's not Jean Grey. Gotcha. You feel me? She's a sweetheart. Same, a similar kind of concept. Right. She's a sweetheart, but her power is so powerful, she can't even control it 
because she really doesn't know what it is. Which, depending what round of X-Men you're talking about, that was kind of the same deal with Jean. And oh, was Phoenix. it? Yeah. Her power took over her, which is what yeah. made her. So I want to say like the... Well, the this one. wouldn't be in that same round. There's no way her power could take over her to make her gotcha, anything. Gotcha, gotcha. It's just a, a, a weird power, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. say. Okay, all right. Because at the end, I was like, that's a dumb fucking power. <laughs> but then I thought about it and was like, that's the best power almost anyone could have if you really think about it. Oh, see, now now I need to, now I need to watch it. You've done enough to hook me to make me watch it. Listen, and I don't want to give you... Damn, now it's kind of hard to even do my inadvert without giving some then of it give away. give it away, man. Like, I'll watch the movie still. So, spoiler alert for new movies. Maybe movie. not yet. Maybe I can get around <laughs> this. Listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a magician, so. Well, let's hear it. So, basically, there was a specific line in the movie that got my gears turning. Okay. And it was a point where her father first of all she's indian and i don't mean indian like like hindu or anything. she's like a, a native american okay. indian so you already know where that goes like you know one with nature and yeah. things like that so her dad says there's a and i guess i have to explain this as well and this doesn't spoil anything but in there facility of course they can't let the mutants get out so there's a big dome like a force field dome around the uh around the complex right or okay. but you can't see it unless you touch it and if you touch and it, it right and... it shows like orange like where you touched it at so there's a specific point in the movie where her and the other little girl her little friend runs off and she says i need to show you something and they're laying in a graveyard and they're looking up at the sky and it's thundering and lightning, but the rain hadn't hit yet. Then all of a sudden the rain comes and falls onto on the, the dome, dome and, the and dome it brightens the dome up and like they're talking about how beautiful it is and shit. And a little girl, that little Indian girl says, a beautiful, such a beautiful cage. And the girl from Game of Thrones says, what do you mean by that? Like, what are you talking about where we are? And she was like, no, our bodies. My dad always said our bodies are such a beautiful cage because they're not us. We're just stuck inside of them. Luminance beings are we. Listen, not this crude matter. Right, right. You know what I mean? So basically she was saying like once you die, that's the free, like you, you, you're freed from that beautiful cage of yeah. your body. Which kind of goes against the whole body as a temple. Or does it? I mean, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so because it's almost like your car. You know what I mean? Okay. You have to You have to put oil and keep up your car for True. it to okay. get you where you need to go even though it means nothing to you yeah other than you getting me where i need to go it means that car means nothing to and i don't know if you know other there people are, people are people real their cars. right yeah, yeah, yeah. but and i mean let's be honest it's kind of the way i feel about my body you know what i mean right. like i live i gotta do enough to keep it running but other than that <laughs> but i live with a very reckless abandon you know what i mean so it got me thinking, like, of course, I've always subscribed to that same way of thinking, just never heard it that way. Mm -hmm. So then it, 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 
And I've talked to my parents a lot this week. Happy birthday, mom and dad. I think that's the first time I've ever said that in so long. Mom and dad. That was both their birthdays? Nice. Yeah, my dad's the 13th. My mom's the 16th. Well, happy birthday, um, Pops and Jeannie. Right. <laughs> but I've been talking to them, and it's funny, you know what I mean? Because the older you get, the more, of course, you look at your parents differently because now. Well, no, because you're closer in age to them. Like, right. And you the, start to the understand. Delta between it gets smaller. Right. You start to understand things, even looking back and all that. Yeah. And I'm thinking of them and or I'm talking to them and I'm thinking to myself like, OK, I got that from you. I got that from you. <laughs> Don't quite like that. But that came from you as well. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So it made me think to myself. If this is a beautiful cage and we are, like you said, for lack of a better word, a, a luminous soul yep. that leaves us, that would, one, one, pull me a little closer into subscribing to the reincarnation aspect. Okay. Two... It would also make me feel like we're forever linked to our parents. Yeah. Because your parents, with me recognizing I got that from you, I got that from you, both of you make up me. So it's, in theory, like, going to the luminous beings language. Right. There's a part of light from one, part of light from exactly. the other. Exactly. Combined together to form you. Exactly. So it made me think like even beyond, even if there is no reincarnation and we all just float around the atmosphere and that's the heaven of being free. Yeah. There's still there's still connections that are made in that. But to become yourself takes pieces of both of them. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like if reincarnation was real or whatever it goes on afterwards, I would not be able to be myself without these two beings coming before me. True. You feel what I'm saying? And that light changes through your own experiences. Right. And that light, if you subscribe to reincarnation, that light is actually what enters a new form at some point. Right. So you don't necessarily have the... The filing cabinet that you had when you were alive, but you have the basically the electric grid behind the filing. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And that that even that even more makes me think that, like you said, the filing cabinet, everything's in here. Mm -hmm. Like everything, not not just this, not just this experience, but everything. The well, entire existence is here. That's when you here. go back to the. The filing cabinet, no. The 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 galaxies, yes. Right, right, right. Because the filing cabinet, it would only be what I put in it while I had it. Right. The galaxies are what connect me are to ongoing. my ancestors or previous lives the or experiences. And you know, I I know, I know Star Wars is like science fiction fantasy. Yep. Let's get it though. But what they talk about, especially if you read like the books, it doesn't get covered in the movies a ton, but like the books and the shows talk a lot about like there is the, the physical force so the energy that connects all living beings connects uh -huh. the universe etc and then there's the cosmic force which drives everything that happens in the universe which ties a lot back to your your point a couple 
episodes back where you talked about like what if we're all just like components of the universe as a living organism right like our brain we're the the brain of someone else's brain exactly and that's the principle behind like the cosmic force so yes there's the physical force that you hear what's that called the little russian doll uh the the nesting dolls the uh, yeah yeah but the the philosophy there is that when you are of the physical there are there are two sides there is the logic reason kind of zen focus on the moment focus on what's around like focus on an individual aspect and then there's raw emotion which is pushing out so there is the quote unquote the light side where it's all inward focused and peace and calm and blah 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 and then the dark is always the explosive emotional side of things which is more pushing energy out into the well, that's weird that's very i mean i understand exactly what you're saying but that concept i feel like it doesn't quite apply to me no and honestly my whole thing is like <laughs> i feel like the inward is the dark is the dark i can see that what i push out is always the vibrant light. i try to be vibrant because i don't want to look inward because okay. if i start looking inward and that devil pops on my shoulder like it's not worth it bro do what you're supposed to do here right then it's like mm, I don't want to bring that out. I got to keep it in. That's that dark shit. That's I why. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. No, I mean that makes sense too. Like nobody wants to. I don't want to say nobody because there are a lot of you know. I won't even say crazy. There are a lot of different minds, but. Well, and I think too that's where you get into like introvert versus extrovert too, right? Like introverts i'm an omnivert you are a chameleon you adapt to whatever the situation is i think you have tendencies of both right like as much as i believe that you and i are alike in terms of being an introvert i also see you with a lot of people around you all the time (laughs) now whether or not that makes you happy or gives you energy is the question but (laughs) I don't think I've ever stopped through your place and it just been you there. <laughs> well, that depends on when you stop by. That's Usually true. you're stopping by, you know, weekend times and <laughs> that's different, or, you, you know, know. Five o'clock on a Thursday. Even if I don't want to <laughs> be bothered, I'm going to be bothered. Right. I hear you. But anyways, getting back to kind of where you were, you were going. So tracking back to the kind of body as a cage or a beautiful cage and we went off talking I, I brought up kind of Star Wars and that kind of stuff reincarnation like at the end of the day I don't think that there's any way that our our existence is just in the physical right? it can't be now that that's something that it just can't be and if if that's all I won't say if that's all you see. Yeah. I feel like that's the I feel like that and this is a this is a hot topic here, but I feel like that's the mental illness. You know what I mean? I almost feel like the mental illnesses that take place come from wormholes, different, you know, things that are going on in your head that don't go on in a lot of people's other heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might be connecting to different things. You may be getting flashbacks. 
of the you know those visions that people say they get you might you might be the voices that you may be hearing may be something from one of those wormholes right that should be shut but in but your it's brain it's open for you well and if we subscribe back to kind of the assassin's creed principle which is you are your ancestors you have their memories whether or not you can unlock them right right Right. Is then that starts to make a lot more sense. Is people that have to deal with voices. It's almost to your point, like the wall, the internal walls have come down. Well, I see, here's the thing. Now, this is what, what I said my hot topic is that I feel like the mental illness, that's not a mental illness. Like uh, they used to say back in the day, schizophrenics would be converted into shaman. Because they believed that schizophrenia was... That you were accessing your ancestors. Exactly. Accessing somewhere that we don't normally access. And they would train those people to be able to control and hone that schizophrenia to the point that a schizophrenic would want to jump into a schizophrenic, uh, like a manic state, because that's where, that's where they're the getting their energy. But or... it's controlled now, so I'm not wilding out on people. I'm just gathering what i can from the state yeah to explain to you you know what i mean yeah absolutely. and i feel like those like in, in certain situations those are gifts but the way that we it's have modeled it's control versus uncontrolled like, right it's controlled yes x-men but I, exactly and i think it it goes right back to what you're talking about with the new mutants and i think that what's troubling is a lot of the societal constructs around it's, us it stops you are from designed right. to keep you from accessing that. Right. But that but in that in that but that's what I'm saying. Like when you really look at everything, isn't that the goal? Like look at look at the drugs they give you when you're depressed or feeling like do they really cure you? Or or are they just numbing the mind? They're they're shutting the, the Right, but at the same time, I mean, you may be depressed, but those may be feelings you need to feel. Right. Especially at that specific point in time. You know what I mean? That's one of the reasons why I don't like to go to the doctor a lot. Yeah. Because it's like, well, first off, who are you first? Secondly, what were our people doing before you? Right. How were they I mean, the dealing? short answer is that lifespans were shorter, right? Right, no, definitely. Theoretically. Definitely, but I mean, at the same time, there's a lot of things in the modern medicine that would shorten your lifespan anyway. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you hear it every time you read something. I know we've had the, the COVID vaccine not talk. Recalls on Johnson. Recalls on Johnson & Johnson. Not the one I had. Uh, my but, body, my choice. But to your point, like, there are times, I was listening to something the other day, and I think it was some, like, birth control thing where it's like they basically insert a chip or something in the arm not talking like an IUD but talking about like some sort of something that they basically put a plastic piece like that big in your arm and they're running through the side effects I'm like you might as well just have a kid at that point like nah man <laughs> nah man I know a lot of motherfuckers that rather go than have a kid <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. But there are a lot of times where like the side effects are worse than whatever the fuck is ailing you in the first I mean, place. I don't think I don't even think it's a lot of times. I think it's a I think it's a, a roll of the dice. It is. Because everybody reacts differently to everything. Right, right. And we do not understand 
human physiology as much as we like to think we do. Well, I, that's the thing. That's that's and that's what I was getting at. I know I keep going around while I was saying that the hot take. I feel like, like I said, the hot take is the people that don't feel everything around them. You know what I mean? Whether it be the vibrations, whether it be the light, whether it be whatever yeah. you're tuned into around you. If you are only focused on this physical point that we're in now, that I feel is more mentally ill than any schizophrenic, bipolar, whatever the case may right. be. Now, the issue that I'm starting to realize is that all those people that are focusing on this current physical are the people in power. Well, they're the ones trying to bring it back to that, yeah. What do you mean by bring it back? Bring it back Meaning, to what? anytime conversation gets too far, it comes back to something more, like, physical, more tangible. I mean, it's always tangible. You know what I mean? Like, it's always... It's always possessive. It's always something I can control. But I mean, that's what that's that's what everything that's what the music is saying around us. You're not in control. We're not in control. No. As much as we like to think we're in control, we're never in control. No. We're just are. managing it at the moment. But at any moment, we know that the shit could veer left or veer right and we have no control of that wheel to be able to stop it we just have to get ourselves back on that track that we were on before turn into the spin keep going right (laughs) you know what i mean but that that's the thing and i feel like right now the people in power have been in power so long in this specific form of power that controlling form of power that they feel like that's the only way to go well, Until things spin off of the the road, right? Right. And I feel like we're coming into a point where things are spinning. There's a lot of black ice on the road, and we may be straightening it out right now, but it only takes one more patch of ice right. for us to spin, spin all the way out. out. Yeah. No, and I think that when we look at things like that, it is... talks about it what book the the 2020s being the most the biggest change in human history oh the um yeah the futures right right they talk about or he talks about in that like one of the things that will need to change in in the next decade is democracy the concept of democracy right idea of a representative democracy made sense before the technology that we have available right to us today Right, right. You needed to be able to send electors or representatives across the country on horseback well, to go vote. Right, right, and that's what I mean when I say... There's no reason why we couldn't have a true democracy right now. Well, yeah, there is a reason, because the like I said... The people are going to Right, up, and right? those are the mentally ill. Yeah. Those are honestly the mentally ill. That's exactly why... The minimum wage hasn't changed since the early 90s, right. but housing, price of groceries, cost of Everything living has gone up crazy, yeah. because you're so focused on controlling something. And, and that's the wrong thing to control. 
first and foremost, and that's what's starting to bite the yeah. the poor. Like, well, wait, wait a minute. Right. And I heard an interesting. We outnumber you, like. <laughs> listen, I heard I heard an interesting quote. They were talk. I can't remember. It was on a podcast. I don't want to misquote, so I'm not going to say the name of it. But they were talking about. I want to say it was flagrant too. Okay. But they were talking about. Um, they were talking about the vaccine and then they got into organ donation, uh, the conspiracy of how some people think that if they're an organ donor, the people won't fight to keep them alive if someone else wants their organ type shit. Right. Yeah. Right. So then they got into trying to rebut like, well, wouldn't a doctor want to keep that person alive they're working on currently as opposed to have that organ available for some imaginary person right but then the even better point the dude said was well when you think about organ donation that's only for the rich anyway poor people don't get organs so right, they can't afford it. right so <laughs> if a doctor knows that i can get paid by this rich person for the organ i can get paid for the procedure and i could get paid to keep and ship that organ it does make more sense for them to be like let John Doe go. I hear what you're we'll saying. Get this organ I mean, ultimately, doctors aren't making money on that particular instance. I don't know. The I hospitals don't know. might be. Well, that's, the doctor themselves probably are. More than likely. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you do. You, do you think they get an incentive at all? No, because what I would say is one, they strictly couldn't because if that ever came under fire. You know how much bullshit goes on there? I understand. I understand. But what I'm saying is it is rare for an organ to end up at basically the hospital where somebody died. Not saying it can't be owned by the same insurance company. Or be wait, what, wait, what, it, wait, what were you saying? Explain that. So that if someone were to pass and it basically, okay, they've got viable organs, I don't think it's common for it to basically stay at where basically the organ was harvested. A lot of the times it gets shipped across the country to some other hospital. Well, see that they went into that too because they were saying they were saying that, and this is one of the dudes on the podcast says they know somebody personally who has heart failure, who has enough money to where they can throw money at the situation as much as they like, and they were explaining that there are certain people that are available that have planes, jets, whatever the case may be, that can be at that location within eight hours. Okay. I hear you feel what I'm so saying? So if you get the call, right. we got a liver, a heart, or whatever, I it can be, be there. Soon. Right. <laughs> I can be there in eight hours if that's the case. Okay. You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying. I mean it, But what it comes down to, and this is what I'm saying, like that and that's even just regular health care. Yeah. Steal from the poor, give to the rich. Steal those organs, give them to the rich. But what I'm coming down to is they said that Chris Rock had a quote that said, if the common man knew how the rich live, they'd kill us all. And I thought that's deep as fuck. Because if you as a black man know that, right. you have a little bit of money. You have, you're just you Chris have, Rock. You don't have Bezos. Right. You're just, and imagine me saying that you're just Chris Rock, but you're just Chris Rock. 
Like we had a conversation. I'm not gonna say with who, but we were having a conversation about the sports athletes and shit. And they're talking about well, how the athletes, how people feel bad if athletes don't give back and do this. And she said, "But what about the motherfucker that pays thirty people fifty million dollars on a team? Right. What kind of money you think they got? Right. And how much giving back are they doing?" And nobody knows who they are yet can hold their feet to the fire to say, you're not helping the community. But you put that on the young black athletes that are just getting a couple dollars. Comparatives. Comparatives. Right. We're in, in, in to regular people like us that think they're rich, LeBron with hundreds of million dollars. But how much is the guy making that pays LeBron right. the hundreds of millions of dollars? No doubt. And that's what I'm saying. Those are the mentally ill. Those are the people that feel like, no, this thing is working for us. Right. We'll keep it here. There's only really one option. You have to get rid of them because we talked about the dying off. When you die off, somebody else takes their position. Absolutely. They're breeding someone to take their position as we right. speak it's currently. A family member or a confidant. So if you don't knock that cut that snake off at the head, we don't go anywhere. Right. That's just the fact of the matter. And if a, a, a decently wealthy black man can understand if a common man knew how the rich lived, they'd kill us all. Right. What the fuck do you think the guy that discovered Chris Rock is thinking? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? No, I do. And that's mentally I mean, we ill. we talked about this that's a lot mentally in terms Ill. of this country is due for a, and call me socialist, anything you want after I say this, this country is due for a redistribution of wealth. There is no moral reason for us to have billionaires in this world. Period. I don't think so either. And, and you and I have talked about the, what did we say, 500, 500 million? million? <laughs> Once you get and 501. That seems, that seems generous. Once you get 501, <laughs> you better start giving it away because I feel like it should pop up on people's cell phones like one of those hitman joints. Like, uh, what was that, SWAT, where they was trying to find a dude and they said uh, 100 million or a million for anybody that comes in. Yeah. It should pop up on their phone. Well, like, oh, Bezos whole... got 501 million and he's not helping I mean, that was, basically, out. that was basically Let's go get the his principle ass. on uh, Westworld Season 3. Really? Yeah. We're going to get there. I'm telling you, we're, we'll get to that point. Oh, no It's doubt. only a matter of time before the pendulum swings and the meat well, inherit the earth. And the, the... What will be interesting is... Do they see it coming enough to humble themselves and give up half to keep half? Right. And basically, like, do enough to basically stave it off a little longer. Or does the revolution come first? We're dealing with the mentally ill and once the, again. And the flip side is, you're not just talking about that revolution in the U.S. Right. You are talking about a global right. revolution of the the underserved. The we're going to Fort Knox. Next, we're going to Europe, <laughs> to the world fucking banks. And we're paying everything. <laughs> Wasn't that your boy? Wasn't that my boy? Black History Month. My uh, my white uh counterpart, John Brown. Oh, Wasn't yeah, that his yeah, uh yeah, hitting Fort Knox? Didn't that right. how he died? Yeah. Uh, let's chapter two, motherfucker. <laughs> let's get it. Chapter two in the name of Brown. But yeah, no. 
that um that I mean that where I mean I guess I can't really round it off the way I planned to as far as my inadvertent because we went a bit further yeah, off topic right beyond the the beautiful cage and the you know the the oh but I will say this um I'll say what I I did a good job of giving you my inadvert without giving up that without line. Yeah, right. I'll give it to you. But I feel like now that I succeeded and I know I did, I should still give you that line. And then <laughs> and then I want you to guess what her power is, and I'm not gonna tell you. I'm You're just gonna, gonna say yes or it. no. So there was a line in the movie, and this is this I'm just gonna say there was a line in the movie. This is at the end when they're wrapping the credits up. Okay. And the little Indian girl's walking away with her friends because they finally... Escaped. Right. And she's talking as like a narration, and she says, my dad always said that there's two bears that live inside of everyone. There's a bear that, that feeds on your fear and a bear that feeds on your light and your willingness to you know move on and she said you know the quote and what bear wins right the one you feed yeah okay that was the end of the that was the going out and i i got with it you know what i mean because in a world where, where we're trying to teach people an underlying fact to what you just watched yeah i feel like that's more necessary now than any anyone there's no need to be afraid. Right. We have things to be afraid of every day. Don't get me wrong. We get hit by a car. We get struck by lightning. We could spin out on a fucking bridge and land in the water. We, anything could happen to us at any given time. But when you feed on fear, you become more afraid. You never live your life. You never take those leaps. You never take those steps that you should have taken. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And, and I feel like that is even stronger of a message now in this current era than it ever was before. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, there were reasons for people to fear. There's a reason for blacks to fear getting pulled over by police or deportation. I, I, what is it? I Coming to a, yeah. to a, 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 a home full nice. of immigrants, right? It, all, there's things to fear for people, specific people. But now we're in a situation where everyone fears. Remember I said I like that. That's what I, I like that. Because there's a lot of people that fear, but the ones that don't usually fear need to fear as well. Yeah. Well, it's the whole kick your feet off the table. Right. And now you start seeing the people that are like, well, I, why am I scared? I've been, I've been here. I'm comfortable. Like, right. I'm not scared of this because I could die easier than you just walking out my house. But now you're scared because you've never had to be scared before. You've never faced that fear. Right. You never had a one dimensional fear of just living. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So now motherfuckers are starting to get uncomfortable. Right. And you start seeing people flip the fuck out. There's a lot more flipping out now, and people are asking themselves why. Why are people acting crazier than they ever have? Well, Period. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, 
more times than not, it's not the people that have always dealt with the fear. It's the people that have never had to deal with it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? They don't know how to act when you're well, in a situation. I mean, that's why, and I hate to take it here, but you see all these fucking white dudes with mass shootings. Is something doesn't go their way, they are afraid and they don't know how to fucking deal with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like um that wasn't a piece of my point. If I'm being completely no, honest. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm just connecting the dots. Right. Like that's what you're seeing. And it's also the reason why you see this belief in big conspiracy theories. They haven't learned to fear the normal, so they want it they want to extrapolate it to something bigger. Right. And it's not. And you know what's even scarier? And this is, I'm give, listen, I'm giving, listen, if there is a mentally ill white person in power that's listening to this podcast right now, I'm about to give you some game. Everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but they make the, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the, the uh, what's it called? It's not an agenda. But like how how you try to make black people aggressive, uh, dangerous. Uh, they're oh, yeah. more. Uh, it's it that falls in line. I'm, that's not the word I'm it's looking not the word for, you're but for, uh, the the narrative that... that that'll work. That'll work. That's closest to. But you you put out the narrative that black folks are dangerous, are this, are that, and that's why you usually handle them more forcefully than you do others. But my thing is, right now, black people are still scared. We always have been scared. We're just used to dealing with our fear. Right. The day you give us a reason not to be scared anymore, that's the day you go into your bunkers. That's the day you're going to have issues. And when I say not scared anymore, I mean... You mean you push them past the To the point that, why the fuck do we even have to... Like, what... We're doing this... We're, we're doing this anyway. Why not just really go at it? Right. I'm not saying that you give us a situation where we don't have to be scared anymore because that's impossible. That's something that will never happen. Damage... Too, too much damage done. That'll never switch back to... Yeah. We're all cool. But if you keep pushing to the point that it's like, well, you're killing us for this. I just saw a video the other day. And some dude in Atlanta, Georgia, open fired on the police officers with an AK-47. I saw that video, too. CNN actually picked that video up. And listen, did I not say that back a year from now? Yeah. And a year later, they're still doing it. And you're going to see a lot fucking more of that. No because that's exactly what I meant. That man right there was exactly what I meant when I said you give somebody a reason not to fear anymore. Yeah. He was no longer scared. He was done. He had had enough. Right. And you're pushing a lot of people to the point of having enough. I've had enough of watching it. Absolutely. I've had enough of watching it. So I could only imagine if something hit close to home. Ooh, you know I'd be the first one out. Right. You better start putting my face on a shirt now. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. And it's rough, though. It's, it's rough. It's you, crazy. To, like, and I think you and you and I may have. Well, one, I, I want to call back to the the narrative comment. Mm-hmm. 
it's funny. My 65-year-old, 64-year-old mother-in-law made the same comment today. That. Specifically about, like, unarmed blacks being killed by police. Right. And how, when she was growing up, like, the narrative, like, she is, she is done the work basically to realize that the narrative she was fed her whole life and that, and I understand that and I would never and that's the thing is I can because you but already that's know the thing that, is that white folks like there are there are pockets not all right but there are folks that are starting to realize like oh we've been fed this narrative and we didn't even realize we were being and fed don't this get me narrative. wrong we appreciate it but but until if you're just finding out it right. if you're just finding out at 65 yeah. that's a problem no I hear you I hear you. I mean, that's the problem. But that's still better than not admitting that there's an issue. Is it, though? Because let's be honest, and I'm, I'm not saying in this situation. I'm just saying in general, like we said, most of the time you groom somebody yeah. to take over. Yeah. Now, let's be honest. You usually retire around what age? 65. Right? I so, almost made a joke about that in the title of our episode today because it's episode 65. Oh, really? Like, ready to retire. Right. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is by that time, you've already built that person up behind you that feels the exact same way as you. Now that person has to come to their own realization that what you fed them was not correct. Agreed. I think where it's interesting watching this scenario is that it was the younger influencing the older right but that usually is how it is it is but that goes back to growth and fixed mindsets a lot of that baby boomer generation gen x and older like there's a lot of a lot of talk that they are very fixed mindset and they don't want to change i think it gives me hope when you see older folks that are willing to acknowledge like, hey, I used to think this way and I don't think this way anymore. Because that means that the youth is doing the job and that means the youth that's coming in behind them, counter to your point, is actually not adopting the same principles as the generation before. Well, it all depends on the position as well. True. But if I'm being honest, that's cute. Okay. That's cute. That's cute that you came to that conclusion that late in life, you know what I mean? But you've, you've had enough time to see the difference. Yeah. There's, there's certain predispositions I have about people too. Yeah. But, and that may be to your point of the youth. I try to pull myself out of that realm of thinking. Yeah. Just like when someone has been raised. We've had the comment around females on this show in particular. That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> Where's Kevin Samuels when you need him? No, I'm just playing. Kinda. But. <laughs> I was only totally kidding. I was only totally kidding. Another quail who's you love me in the morning. But, um, but that's what I'm saying. I would never hold somebody that. Because listen, if you were raised to a racist standard, I completely understand it's going to take you a little longer to get that out your system than it would be someone that wasn't. But at the same time, like you said, you have the world at your fingertips now. You don't even have to get to know a black guy in person. You can look online. You know what I mean? Go to black Twitter. Look and (laughs) see what the average person's talking about. 
They're not talking about shooting shit up and doing all. They're right. they're talking about the same shit you're, you're talking, talking about. about, just with a different viewpoint. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And in, I'm not gonna get into it, but I'm just saying that that's great. Of course, that's great. Just like when they say you find Christ or find religion or spirituality or whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great if you find it before you die. But ideally, you would want to have that before. Ideally, then. you've lived your life then. Right. You would want to have that in you before then. Yeah. But that's all. I mean, that you know, it's no biggie, though. I don't. Listen, I, I'm the last person that would ever look down or bad to anybody that's bettering themselves at whatever age you are. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Because the the fact of the matter is, is you can't change the past at this point. All you can do is change how you act. Right. Right. So I respect and applaud anybody that feels that way. But I mean, I, I'm still, uh, I still feel the same way about it that at that age, how much damage was done before you came to that realization. Right. And some of that depends on what position you were in. Right. And that's really where it comes. That's why I said not this specific situation right. you were talking about. But when we're talking about somebody in a position of power grooming someone to take their place. At that point, it's like, well, it may be different. But if I go with the flow, I can have what he had. Right. Right. Bezos is a perfect example. Right. If I if, if I, he built his empire on the backs of his workers and basically mistreating the shit out of them, what's to stop the next person? The next person's going to do the exact same thing. And I think that that's model. where you see. I think that's where you see with CEOs in general in this country, like people that are running these multinational corporations have built it on the backs of their labor force and continue to do Listen, that. it's the reason. It to your point, it, this is the comment you always make. You change the warden, the prison doesn't change. Right, right. So I hear you. And you know that. what? I'm going to get it out here because I don't want to talk about it tomorrow too much. But it's the exact reason why Dwayne Wade is lobbying to buy partial ownership of the Utah Jazz. Okay. There's never been a black owner. I don't think that there ever will be. I think we'll see another black but president before we see a black owner of a team. Didn't Michael own a big portion of the Wizards? Of the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets he and, owns a big portion of. And doesn't Jay-Z own a portion of the Nets? Of the Nets. Okay. But we're talking portions. You hear right, what I'm we're saying? We're not talking majority state. Owner. We can't say Jay-Z is the owner the or owner. Jordan the is the owner or you know what I mean? It's that's that's what I'm getting at is think about it. We're talking about Michael fucking Jordan here and you don't own a team. All the Jordans that you've sold. Right. Even be I know he's made more money off of his shoes than he has off of his NBA career. And we know that's he had a very lucrative the shoe, NBA. The the shoes lasted longer than the career did. <laughs> Listen, and we know he's had a very lucrative NBA career. Right. So what I'm getting at is if you still are not the 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 uh token black boy of right. the of sports in general. Right. Republicans buy shoes too, is what he said. That's a token <laughs> black boy. That's the if anyone should be an owner, give it to a guy that thinks like that. If he's still not Well, I mean, here's the bottom line. You know who the first full owner of an NBA team is going to be? 
Who? It's going to be LeBron, and he's going to own the fucking Cavs. You think? I do. That's a good, um, that is a good fucking, uh, uh, prediction. Assuming that he is able to basically mirror MJ's post-basketball path, but do it better. And honestly, because he is more of an activist, he is more of a well, they let him figure. He will either be murdered or <laughs> he will ascend to the ability to own a team. You think? I do. See, I don't I think, think they Le- let him in. I think they may give him some, but I think it's like uh, you can have forty nine percent. Well, and I wonder if it starts that way, and then he is able to, because in a lot of ways, he is Cleveland's prodigal son. No, I definitely agree, but I, I just feel like in a, in a in an era where we still have a Rooney rule that isn't working, I hear you. How can we assume that we would give a black man that much revenue? Because we don't. Because we know what LeBron's gonna do with it, right? LeBron's building his own schools and all re- doing no, all. He's right. Building so a fucking empire. So when I say token black boy in Jordan. That's somebody that goes with the flow. I won't ruffle any feathers. I'm not trying to mess up what you guys got going on. Agreed. I'm just here to make money. Jordan was never willing to use his position as leverage. LeBron has. Right, and that's why I feel like... That's why you feel like he'll That's why you're not going to... You may get 49%. You'll never get 51 because then you have the shots. Then once he gets 51, then he can lobby to push the others out like the uh, dude did. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, with the Washington football team. Come on now. And then you have a situation where one black man owns an entire team. The revenue that comes behind that, that could be distributed at mm-hmm. that point, shakes the bounds of this current capital it system. Does. Does. And I don't think that they're ready to have that because, once again, rounding it all the way back, we have a lot of people that are mentally ill in a sense that you're only worried about the physical and you don't see the natural flow around you. Bruce Lee used to say, be like water, my friends. Yeah. Right? Because there's a flow of things that happens that you don't see. And if you're not being like water and moving with that flow, you're fucking up the current. And right now we have a lot of people fucking up the current which is why the water's not running clear into the sea. Right. It's choppy. And now, when it's choppy, you get rapids. Yeah. No pun intended, white water. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. But you, <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying, though. Full screen. Listen. And that, I mean, that's what it comes down to. But I, I'm going to stick by my prediction that LeBron is the first. I think that is a very good prediction, and I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything like that. Never even thought anything like that. And I don't think that you will see it become a reality until 15 years after he retires. Yeah, it's not going to be anytime soon. That's a fact. But I also think that he is a, aside from being just a good human. He is a good dude. I, I think so too. He, I, I think that he's. That's really why I like him. It's not dude, all for, for a dude that's never like was not college educated. Although, didn't he go? Did he go back? I feel like he went back. And he might have. He might have got. Yeah, he might have got a. I think he may who be didn't right. Go to college right out of high school. I think you are right because his wife. I think his wife pushed think, him to do it. I think that's right. Um, I don't know if that's true. We'll look it up. But I think it is. At the end of the day, I also think he's a smart businessman. 
Oh, I definitely think he so. He knows how to push, when to push, where to push. And people may not like him for that because they want him to stand up and be the the voice, the face of the, he the can't, movement. He can't give 100% to every pie. Right. And he is... I mean, at the, at the end of the day, he's still in his career. I'm very curious to see what LeBron does post-NBA. I'm curious to see what he does from a business standpoint. I'm curious to see what he does from an activist Cause standpoint. Because he is a lion. He's an attacker. Yeah. He's going to attack something else. Oh, no doubt. Whether it be acting, whether it be... I hope it's not acting. Like, I like the dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big I'm sorry, that new Space either. Jam trailer looks awful. Awful. <laughs> awful. I was so let down. I was so let down. And they do it like this digital thing. Like, it looks like the movie's going to be like half a cartoon, half live action. Who the and... fuck is Don Cheadle? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how is he the, the nemesis? <laughs> Who is he? Who is he? We know he's a dickhead. We know Don's a dick in real life. We don't need a role for him to play that. I mean, it's funny. Like, you made that comment about him being a dickhead, and then, like, that's his whole character in that Showtime show. (laughs) Listen, let me speak a million dollars in my pocket into existence then, if that's how it works. Because, goodness gracious, a nigga struggling. The fuck? Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. What else yeah, I got? Bad. Oh, what's her, what's her, um, what's her, what's her super power? Hmm. Her superpower is... It's like hard to guess, but it's right in front of your face. Her superpower is that when she's scared... There is some power that activates that protects her, whether it's like ruthless aggression or like she can't be hurt. That's that's close. Okay, that's close. And that's to me that's like the Phoenix syndrome, like when you get pushed to past the point of breaking. Like the whole point was like the only way the Phoenix came out in the first place was either Jean Grey was dead or close to dying. It's that kind of right. thing. Not saying that that's it exactly, obviously. Well, I think like, that's accurate. I think that's accurate. Okay. I think that when you're on and I your, don't know that that necessarily describes the power, but it describes right. what activates it. But I think that's accurate. I think that when you're on your last, when you're about to quit, when you feel like you can't give anything else, it's not the light you grab. It's that hate. Yeah. That pain that I'm going to... It's that raw emotion. It's Right. Star Wars terms is to the dark side. Right. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense. And that's what that, keeps you alive. Right. Because nothing, mean, being happy never made me want to fight. Right. You know what I mean? No. The whole but reason, I love fighting more than the whole reason a lot I, of things. I played football other than like wanting to hang out with you guys was I had a lot of pain and a lot of anger, specifically around my father passing away. And it wasn't always, like, directly about that, but that's what got me started in it. And it was not, like, I don't think I was ever happy during a game other than maybe, you know, making that big tackle, making that big sack, whatever. But other than those moments, like, that's not what drove me through a game. The drove the drive was I found a reason to hate this man in front of me or right. hate myself enough to show that I needed to prove 
that I was better than this dude that was in front That's of me. That's well put. <laughs> That's well put. That's well put. I it think, was such, and I mean that may be that bit. may be me too. But I mean I feel like I had a little just, just bit more Neanderthal in me that I was just thinking, as long as there's seconds on the clock, I can impose my will on someone. And I think I think the end result is that for me. I think it was, and frankly, and being vulnerable here, it was insecurity. It's like if I, mean, I do it, not if I do not end this person or if I do not dominate this person in front of me, I'm not worthy. You know what? That's exactly correct because it's not even a piece because my insecurity came from people doubting my size. Yep. I and I you. felt like, well, let me be a bullet. Let me be the smallest, most powerful thing out here and let me hurt anybody that I feel is thinking that way. Right. Coaches included, whether it be mine or the one across from the field. I'm going to hurt who's out here. Yep. Who is it that you're calling on? Who looks back when you yell? Who looks to the sideline when you yell to the field? Ball didn't have to be in your hand. Right. I'm going to hurt you. I'm, and I, I hear you. feel no qualms with <laughs> it because you put that helmet on just like I did. Right. Right. You made you a just didn't know that there was you a, made a choice to be out here. You just didn't know I'm that there sorry was for you that you made that choice. A fucking Wolverine on the fucking field. I didn't imagine don't care. <laughs> I mean, did you see that on World Star? It was a dude out in the country that he was filming and this little ass honey badger or wolverine, whatever you want to call it, comes prancing by with a whole goat head in his mouth and That's... just looks at him and walks by. And I was thinking, there's nothing more vi- they say those can kill a bear. Oh yeah, no. I, I something this big can kill a whole bear. Right. I've never seen. I don't think I've seen the goat's head one, but I've seen plenty of like honey badger. But like the original videos, which is why uh, Matthew is named after that. Uh, Ty, Ty Matthew. Um, uh uh-uh. uh. From LSU, he played. I don't know oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, I know you're know talking, about. talking about. I know exactly you're talking. Yeah, I know exactly you're talking. I know talking he doesn't about. like that nickname anymore. I didn't know his but, name was Ty Matthew. I didn't yeah. know that was his real name. But yeah, honey badger. Yeah. And uh, that's actually, uh, the rumor is that's where that came from, was there was this random YouTube video that was basically exactly what you're talking about on Worldstar, following a honey badger just, like, fucking shit up. Man, listen. Honey badger don't care. (laughs) But the video is just so funny because he's just prancing like, like, like it's almost right. like that. It's like the dark and the light. It's like right. yeah, that dark came out. But right now, I'm feeling all right. I'm, I'm so right. I'm the, and he was just the dude. With, it was literally like within feet of him. Like if he wanted to drop that goat's head and come at, there was nothing Not dude could have done. done. And he was just filming, and it was just prancing along. Like I got what I, I got the kill. I got the kill I wanted. I'm off to I'm the good. <laughs> with the head. Dragging around a trophy like, you're not going to eat the head. I said, I found my spirit animal. <laughs> That's my fucking spirit animal. Oh, man. But I did think that, though, honestly, not like that. That was my spirit animal. That was a joke. But I did think when we were talking, rounding it back to the inadvertent, when I was thinking about, like, the light. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, whatever it is. Your soul, your orb, your whatever. I don't see it being bigger than anybody else's, but I definitely see it being brighter. Okay. Because I've always it's felt like I was it's, ten feet tall, and but it's an intent. It's the 
to your point, like you said brightness, I think of about it as intensity and it ties back to the vibrations conversation. Right. You can have intense vibrations going on around you. Right. And it's, are you vibrating at the same frequency? It's the same with That's light. That's interesting. Light never sound, thought about that. If you think about it as, and that, that this is always the debate, like is light a wave or is it like sound part or is it particles? Like, it doesn't really matter because, to your point, the brightness of it is changing the intensity of it. The same way, like, if you vibrate faster, the intensity of the sound is more. That makes perfect sense because now that I think about it, all of the girls that I have attached myself to the yeah. most were softer. Didn't really have the ability to wild out like that. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel frequency. like that's because... Like you said, my vibrations are so aggressive that if I get around another aggressive girl, I feel like that's when I'll get anxious. That's when I'm like anxiety because it's like we're both so heavy. I can't deal. It's harder to be in rhythm if you've got two things vibrating at a high frequency. Right. If one is going slower, you might, even though this one's vibrating faster, this one's vibrating slower. I can catch that. You might still have the same beat. You know what I mean? It's just like, where do I relax? I can't relax with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't calm. I can't lay my head on your chest. I can't, I I can't, I don't, it doesn't work. That's when, like when I, when I find someone with a high frequency like me, it's usually a high sex drive. Like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but there's, what, what else? Right. And weirdly as it sounds, I'm that guy that's like, what else? What else can you give me? I don't care for that. I need something else. I need a I need a a home base. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somewhere where it's like you're good here, you're safe here. You don't have to be on edge. You know what I'm you saying? You don't have to be vibrating at that. Right, point. right. I hear you on that. So what I'm getting at is Y'all better hope that orbs can't hurt each other because I'm still going to be <laughs> vibrating real high and shining real bright. <laughs> and all the motherfuckers that thought that I was just this guy is going to see a giant in the sky. Is that a star? Yes. No, that's him. <laughs> that's his motherfucking ass. Right. Shining. Shining. Listen. You know? But other than... What else is on your mind? So we're talking about, so we're doing a uh, just family update. Right, our, right. Um, my son's spoiled, so he's getting two birthday parties. Oh, shit. And it's not, it happened organically, so it's okay. It's not like we set out to have two birthday parties. Um, you only it, get two birthday parties if me and your mom split. <laughs> No doubt. The fuck? We're still together, so you but, get one. See, what had happened was, right, like, because my wife's a teacher, we have his, quote-unquote, official birthday party next weekend at, it's called uh, Ohio Movement Lab. It's basically like an indoor, like, uh, Ninja Warrior course. Oh, really? Yeah, and one of his friends did their party there probably about a month ago. And 
Price was right, so we were like, okay, let's let's check it out. Right. And we decided that. Well, I say we. Char decided <laughs> that we were going to invite his whole class because she doesn't want to hurt any feelings or whatever, whatnot. Fine. Which is fine. Like at, at the end of the day, I really don't care. Um, I get it too, but but the, the but the plan was is that as he don't like everybody in that class. A Rage is a social butterfly, man. More so than his pops is. Listen, I was too, and I didn't never like everybody. In he's the definitely class. his mom's kid. Uh, you also have to understand he's at that age where like it's easier, right, to be friends with everybody. Right. They, nobody's done anything to fuck things up enough. Yet. Right. 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 <laughs> so our plan was that like as friends from his class dropped out either because like they couldn't make it or whatever the excuse was or they weren't comfortable with covid blah 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 right that we would invite like his friends from outside his class like the, well, the neighborhood prob- kids and all right. that the problem is, is everybody of, right. nobody nobody dropped out everybody right. rsvp'd yes <laughs> so, right and now he got some fuck ass little kids that he don't really care for and his <laughs> homies in the neighborhood can't come because mom wanted to be diplomatic <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but so tomorrow we're doing the neighborhood party so we're doing like the movie in the backyard again which is why I was trying to see if there was a fight or anything going on that we could stay up late and I could have grown-up time afterwards. Well, if you, <laughs> if you, no, if you find something, let me know. <laughs> so we'll see if that uh, Jake Paul is... Because that's tomorrow, right? That is tomorrow. We'll see if that's airing on Fire TV. Well, let me know. I ain't got shit to do. Oh, I do got to go to... Uh, mm, I'll drink Bud Light. So what we're trying to figure out is what movie are we watching tomorrow for the kids? What movie? What kind of kids? So it's his neighborhood boys, little girl across the street and her friend. So there are. Does he like her? You know, he. All right. So did I talk about this last week? I don't think so. So my son comes home last week. And oh, shit. This tells us, and tells us, did you know girl A and girl B have a crush on me? I was like, no. What's a crush mean? But apparently, that's my guy. Apparently, these two little girls told him that they have a crush on him, and now it's the competition. It's the competition. Well, they're both coming to the birthday party, so we'll see what happens. We'll see who's the real ninja warrior. (laughs) We'll see where his fingers. I'm just. I'm just. You better not let Char hear this one. It's playing. Because I've been told that I made one too many inappropriate comments after that went down. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying. I know. Listen, I'm good for that. Me too. I'm just joking. These are only jokes. But. That's how I found out which two, one I like. Those two little girls in his class are not the one across the street. The one across the street seems like a very sweet girl. She, They just moved here. She goes to CSG. And they had a little dance off in the uh, in the median the other day. Did they? <laughs> and that girl's gonna be trouble. I'm just gonna uh, put that there like shoot. that. So her her little friend, his two boys that he runs around with, and then two of his friends that aren't in his class, I think, are coming tomorrow. We're trying to figure out. Again, these are all five to six year olds. What movie are we gonna watch? That's what I was trying. That's why I was asking. Does he like her? 
so we watched last time we did this we watched Raya and the Last Dragon okay new Disney plus shit but there's nothing new out kids wise right so you gotta take it back right and you can take it back but I think I, he and I were talking tonight as we finished up uh, bedtime reading or whatnot. I think we landed on how, or how to train your dragon one of those has he seen them both there's three of them oh and I think he wants to I think he said the third one so what's that one I think that's one? a good one but what's the that how to dra- the how to train your dragon usually animated like I only like like the Disney or Disney Pixar stuff uh huh I saw you how to, tra- how to train your dragon solid like it's a good story and it's like it is it's very heartfelt and honestly the third one made me tear up a little bit <laughs> what it was did. it in there well, because the the end of the movie, spoiler alert for How to Train Your Dragon 3, uh, at the end of the movie, he basically lets his dragon go. And, like, the dragons go to live in, quote-unquote, the, the hidden world. Right. And it's not quite a post credit scene, but the end of the movie is, like, 20 years go by. And, like, he and the dragon are basically, like, reunited with both their families. And it's just, it's very cute. It's tear-jerking. And so it's a good movie. Right. It is. It, it, it tells a good story. And honestly, DreamWorks wanted to be Pixar or wanted to be Disney so bad. Like, they killed the dad in the second one. <laughs> and by the third one, he's over it and everything's moving along. But uh, so I think we're going to land on How to Train Your Dragon 3. But we also brought up the Goonies. A oh, Reg is a Goonies fan. Gotta do the Goonies. But thing. I thought I if thought, he likes the girl, gotta do the Goonies. The problem is, is that I don't know all of. I don't know that the kids. I don't know that the all of the kids would be into the Goonies. Like How to Train Your Dragon is the safe bet, right? Because kids love those fucking movies. Goonies would be a little bit of a stretch, and there's one or two kids where I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's gonna work. <laughs> Hey, you guys! Does he like the girl? He will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> he likes you the her? girl. Yes. I'm, you may have to go with Goonies, baby. Well, we'll, uh, we'll Goonies had the scene where the one girl kissed the little boy with the braces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want. I don't need five year olds kissing. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. If he likes her, that might get your little juices going. May give you some confidence <laughs> to say, "Hey, would you like to have an apple juice sometime? Would you like to, juice. Would you like to have a play date at the house?" It's funny enough. One of the one of the crushes from fingers school. don't usually come into it until about <laughs> middle school, right? Uh, <laughs> which I think is part of the reason why Shar told me that like. It's funny. We've been having a lot of parenting conversations. Lately. But before you finish that, <laughs> I'll just get this out. Middle school, if he comes to you and says, these two girls have a crush on me, better check those fingers. <laughs> hey, Dad, smell my fingers. <laughs> right. I figured I'd toss that one up for you. <laughs> I can't be the only ignorance in here. Oh, damn. But listen, wow. I'm telling the, uh, My mom no, got the, some stories. The, one of the two crushes had a play date the other day, so that doesn't mean anything. So she was over the other day. 
Oh, she is, she is also a play date here. here yeah. I thought you meant like a play date with somebody else. She is also the one whose team I'm on. I'm like, I am team soccer. This girl. Uh, oh, both, okay. Both of the crushes. It's are, too young to be a team yet. No, no. If you if you met this little girl, you'd agree. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I will put it to you like this. Char, they were down here. I actually let them come down. They change like, though once their chemistry. They do. They do. You they know. Do. But they were. They asked to like Andrew wanted to show off kind of the or no she actually asked to like see the basement or whatever, and Andrew asked me to take them down here and they I let them hop on the headsets right and listen to themselves and all that, and then Char yells from upstairs like Hey, let's do something else. Like I think it was crafting. It was like painting rocks or some shit. Right. And Andrew's like I don't want. And this little girl grabs him by the hand, looks him in the eyes, and he's just resigned, and she drags him upstairs. And that's the girl that yes. you're team with? <laughs> that is that is that is the one that I'm on. I am I am team this one. <laughs> I don't she know. Knows how I think, to keep him in check. I don't know. I think I'm with Andrew on this one. Like we got a whole fucking studio in front of us and you're trying to go paint a rock. <laughs> Well, I was in fairness. I was also kicking them out, <laughs> so the studio was no longer an option. Okay, at that point, I was about but. to say because being politically correct, maybe she's not feeling the vibrations. Oh no, she was the one that wanted to get on the headset first. Oh really? Yeah, she wanted to put the headset on and like talk in the mic and all that stuff before even he did. So. Oh well, you want his heartbroken then? Uh, my hope is not heartbreak. That's <laughs> my, what it is. My hope is this is the. She was like, "Oh, I'm interested this in this. Term. Let me see. Can I can I put the headphones on, uh, uh, Mister Reggie? Oh, rocks! Let's go paint a rock. <laughs> oh wait, what? Squirrel? Squirrel? That man's heartbroken. The whole thing was they play hopped all day, and I don't know who was really the lead. Though. What's play hop? Meaning they were they were jumping from like one thing to the next. Like oh right, five minutes. Or Listen, <laughs> clearly. So that was entertaining, if nothing else. She was jumping, he was following. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that's that's the one that he has a crush on. Um, so Goonies man. it is. No, I'm just Goonies. Goonies <laughs> it is. Oh man. Mm. No, that was what was on the mind. Uh, outside of that trying to think through like you and I were talking before the show Mortal Kombat should be dropping here in the next week or so right mm-hmm. next Friday and, and Cliff made the mistake of watching another uh, trailer mm. so I'm, ex- I'm excited for that one I'm more excited now but I are feel you? like I am you just feel like they gave too much away in the next trailer mm-hmm. I didn't See, I'm glad expect- I didn't watch it I'm glad I didn't watch it then there's there had they had to have shown all the different matchups in that trailer. Yeah. Cause there was so much that I'd never seen before. I was just like, fuck the movie. <laughs> fuck the movie. I got it. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've watched recently. We've been watching um, Younger, which the only actress I think I know by name is Hillary Duff in that movie. In that show, I don't know what that is. Hillary Duff, oh, McGuire. No, uh, I'm saying I don't know what young. I said what? I didn't say who. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. So younger Did is I say who? younger was. Um, it's basically this like 40 year old woman 
They, is Hillary dead? No, I'm just no it's not. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hillary is playing a 26-year-old, which is bullshit because Hillary's my age. Right. Um, but the the main character is this 40-year-old woman, divorcee, who couldn't get a job, basically because she'd been out of the workforce for 12 years, who decides that in order to get a job, she's going to pose as, like, 26 and fresh out of college. That's Hillary Duff. Well, basically. Um but that one has been. I mean, it's a good. It's trashy TV. Like it's fun. There's nothing like. Have you seen about the it. Nevers? The Nevers, no. We have been watching uh, End of the Storm, the QAnon doc, though. Oh no, no, Which, by the way, did you did you hear that the the basically the guy who runs Eight Chan has acknowledged that from the point where Q stopped posting in 2017. He basically took it over from there. That I was don't news, know what that was news that broke the other day. I don't know what K Chan QAnon. You don't know QAnon? I don't know. Oh, that was the driving force behind the January sixth insurrection. Yeah, I mean, I I, I heard that. that yeah. I mean, I heard, but I don't know what it is. I, I I'm okay. I can't say I don't know what it is. To my understanding, it's like. Um, a pro-Trump conspiracy theory group. Yep. But I don't... And the Q is some uh, liaison for Trump. Oh. Basically, it was somebody in Trump's inner circle. Quincy Jones. Yeah. He was... They was allegedly talking about him fucking dudes. Who? Quincy Jones. Oh. The musician dude. Yeah, musician. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about like he would like fuck the new recruits that he would get on there, so maybe it is Quincy. <laughs> I don't know if that falls in line uh, in line with Q's doctrine, but <laughs> you never know. Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> QAnon is also what what propagated uh, Pizzagate and listen, hell, hide in plain sight, Quincy. <laughs> allegedly 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 alive? the lawyer lady up there in the booth is telling me to say allegedly i don't know if quincy jones is still alive or not he may be i was about to say if he wouldn't take that allegedly back <laughs> that's, fucked up. that's fucked up um, um so we've been watching uh, End of the Storm, which is the QAnon doc. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Man, there the Nevers. You have to watch the Nevers. So tell me about the Nevers. I don't know anything about it. There's only one episode Give me enough on. To hook me. I was so fucking pissed. What do you mean there's only one episode? You gonna tell me to watch a show that only has one episode? I wouldn't have watched if I'd have known it only had one episode. It was one of those things where I turned it on and got so very So is it a movie or like a limited series and there's more episodes coming? Yeah, it's more episodes coming. Okay. But the pilot's only on HBO Max right now. Basically, it's like X-Men shit. Okay. Like, um, ooh, it's even beastier, though. Like, the way they set it up was so hot, it almost made me feel like you should always be outside. Because it was a situation there in, like, England or something. Okay. And... Well, this is this is going. This is mid episode. They explain to you how the people got their powers. Okay. So it was like some spaceship or something. Like so, like everybody's outside, you know, like regular day. This big ass ship, like 
colorful ship comes out of the clouds in the air. It almost looks like a whale, but it's like a ship as well. And as it comes out of the clouds, it like drops these little like glitter orbs. Okay. Like it starts raining the colors of the ship down. Okay. And certain people get touched with them and certain people don't. And everyone that got touched with them ended up having a specific Some ability. Sort of power. Okay. Right. One of the girls, the guy who's fighting against the, they call him like uh, the touched because they were okay, touched, they by, touched the, by the orb. One girl grew to like 10 feet tall, like a little girl, like 16 years old. So she's like a giant, but she's like young and cute. Like she like curtsies and shit, but she's like <laughs> huge. There's, um, the there's two main girls one of the main the main girl in the show gets flashes of the future okay she's also an orphanage runner and she gets all of the touch that her kids and brings them to the orphanage gotcha. because people are trying to like kidnap or kill the them <laughs> right because they're touched like they think that they can take their powers type shit so they'll kid- kidnap them and try to like figure out you know what gave them their power right so she's bringing them all in putting them in the facility one of the girls as we talked about kind of rounds it all back sees energy she sees kinetic energy so she says like she can see a light bulb in the light like you could unscrew the bulb and she'll still see the energy going somewhere so she knows like how to put shit together because the energy tells her where it wants to go so like in a in an era where there's horses and buggy she has one of those like um rough riders um two-seater okay. motorcycles like where it's one wheel in the back two wheels in the front gotcha. and like she has like one of those that she built herself off of watching the watching energy, energy you know what i mean like so everybody is equipped to do so something is that like a period piece like you said it's like horse and buggy time yeah so it's like, back in the, the day okay yeah, it seems like it's back in the day. It seems like it's probably like... Either that or it's post-apocalyptic. Where there's a black dude in it, and he doesn't get bothered, and his family has nice clothes on, so I would imagine it's like... It must be after the apocalypse, then. <laughs> right. Let's be honest. When life starts all back right, over right. type shit. And we don't have the preconceptions anymore. Uh, right. People. And <laughs> he was like the only black family in the whole shit, and he's all okay. dapper walking down the street, and I'm like... Okay, I don't know if this is real, but then his power <laughs> his power was he can fix people like like he's a doctor, but he can do it with his hands. Like his hands will glow and he can like like give stitches by like how he does his fingers over the right. wound type shit. And he was she was saying like your power is too strong for you to be wasting it on us and he was like shit. Like, basically what he's saying, a black dude that could do this, he was like, I'd be hung by a voodoo doctor if I... If you weren't. Did, if I showed yeah. this to anybody else. And I was thinking, okay, so maybe it is late then yeah, coming back around. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it... I don't know. But I was thinking, like, he's talking about a voodoo doctor and him, him not being able to show his power made me feel like it wasn't late. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Because everybody else showed their powers. Gotcha. But him as a black man felt uncomfortable to show his power because he felt like he'd be hung by a voodoo doctor. Like, right. why is it you feel that way? 
and all these white folks around you are showing their powers and they don't feel that way. So that made yeah. me feel like, yeah, it's probably back in the day-ish. Okay. You know what all I mean? Right, yeah, but, yeah. but that's basically the thing. And there are people that are fighting to take out the touch. The touch are fighting against that. But then there's also... Um, like the government that are trying to like shut shit down to make Always. shit harder for the touch to so it's it's like it's a whole lot going on it's action it's politics and all that but it does feel kind of like the it, it feels x-men like in the sense that to your point like once you involve politics the government trying to hide the powers etc like okay that makes sense yeah it was, I mean it was like you gotta watch it though because it's nothing like the x-men like it's not set up that way it's more set up like a Sherlock Holmes Okay. Like, that's the vibe you get. This is HBO Max? Uh Uh-huh, that's the vibe you get of Sherlock Holmes, but it's more so like a... I'm not going to lie to you. Like a Doctor Who X-Men Sherlock Holmes type vibe. Okay. Not going to lie. Probably will wait until the season's done. That's what I wish I would have (laughs) done. But now that they got me on that first episode, I'm checking HBO Max. Like, when's the next one drop? I hear you. I hear you. I'm stuck. And honestly, I'm going to be that way when... I don't think it's next week. I think it's the following week where Handmaid's Tale comes back. Really? Yeah, I started it. I just can't get into it. I can't get into it. I just don't like it. I will tell you that women that I've talked to are either like all for Oh, they it, love it. Or they are like, that hits a little too close to home to where we are right well, now. That's, <laughs> well, that's why everybody I know has loved it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, this is prepping me for the future state at this point. <laughs> but everybody didn't feel that way. That's no. the mentally ill, as we spoke about. And for anybody that may be joining late, I don't mean regular mentally ill, rewind back. Right. But that's the mentally ill that we spoke about. And they don't, they need to be medicated as well. Yeah. And sometimes the only medication is putting a rabbit dog down. Is all I'm fucking saying. Viva la revolución! <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Libertad, libertad. You remember that? No. In Scarface, when oh, he, when yeah, all the yeah, people yeah, yeah, were yeah. following and they was chanting it, and Scarface came out the door and stabbed him in the gut. Libertad, liberty, motherfucker. Man. But listen, that's Derek Chauvin. What do you think happens when you put somebody like that in a refugee camp? They gonna make it. <laughs> I bet he goes faster than uh, Harvey. Not Harvey, uh, Epstein. Yeah. He goes faster than Epstein faster for sure. For sure. If they put him in there. I mean, at this point, the question is, like, even if they put him at a at a pre so where so where is the trial at at this point? Like we haven't gotten this, we haven't gotten to a verdict yet, right? Right, and that's what makes me feel like it's not looking good. No, I'm or it is looking good depending on how up. you look at it. It could either not be looking good or it is looking good depending right. on how you look at it. Because at this point, I feel like I mean I know it's very bleak to say. But I feel like it'd almost be better for everybody if they let him off and everybody flips the fuck out. Yeah. And lets him know, you don't want to deal with this again. 
You know what? I With that being said, I mean this at the bottom of my I heart. I want to point out that I said that this is where I was worried I was going to take it tonight, and you were the one that's taking it here, so go ahead. Right. And listen, <laughs> well, you shouldn't have planted the seed. I did. But now that I think about it, and I've, I've thought about this for a while now, let me try to preface it in a way that doesn't sound so aggressive. I can understand why good cops hate bad cops. Because in my mind currently, as strong as the United States has always been, we have the pussiest cops in the history of the world. The pussiest cops, once again, in the history of the world. Because I think to myself, Europe's racist. Europe also doesn't have guns. Now, Europe has guns, but the police don't. Right? So that means that at that point, like they say, police work is 99% communication. It has to be. It has to be for you to do your job at that point. Because you can't just kill someone. But they can kill you. You feel me? Because they have a gun, an illegal gun. Well, this goes, you have none. And I, I will take it to the the Adam Toledo situation, which, of course, is reminiscent of Tamir Rice, Tyree King here in Columbus. Who's like, Adam Toledo? Adam Toledo is the, I think, Mexican oh, yeah. 13-year-old. Uh-huh, but that wasn't here. No, well, oh, you're I saying Tamir Wright? Uh, no, Tamir Rice was from he, Okay, Tyree I see King what you're saying. Here in Columbus, who was Tyree King? Uh, Tyree. I don't T-Y-R-E know who that is. Tyree King was shot over on like. Um, Who's the dude that just got shot in the Columbus Hospital? Ooh, didn't see that. One. You didn't? Shit, they lit his motherfucking ass up. But no, so the the Adam Toledo is the I think Hispanic. Yeah. 13 year old. Well, I don't kid. know. I mean, I know what you're talking about. He's he high yellow. He, yeah. He, I mean, unarmed kid, basically killed by cops. You see him turn around with his hands up. Right. Reminded me of the whole Tamir Rice, Tyree King, both of those situations here in Ohio. Uh, I agree. It's pussy. It's like, the pussiest you, shit. You should not be in. One, some of it does come back to training and mentality. I think pussy. It's pussy. Don't disagree. I also don't think that police officers should be trained shoot to kill. It doesn't matter I if you do. military being trained shoot to kill. Right. It doesn't matter if you do, right? My whole thing is this. And the reason why I came to the conclusion of pussy is because someone who's capable, who's truly capable, doesn't flex first. No. I've never, I don't remember ever being the one to swing first in a fight because I knew I'm comfortable here. Well, and it's funny you bring that up. So two points here. Uh, One is the, being in that profession, you should be ready to lay down your line, but it ties back to the fear comment. Right. It ties back to the, you've been trained to be afraid of everything. Right. And so your reaction is pussy, pussy shit, being a pussy, pussy. The other side is, and I've had this conversation with Char lately, is like 
we've, we've talked a lot, and I said we've been having some conversations around parenting right. lately. And she is very much of the mindset of, like, you use your words, figure out how to work things out, blah, right. blah, blah. My point is, I was always raised, you are not the one to start a fight. Right. You sure as hell fucking finish it. Period. And as quickly as you possibly Period. can. Period. Period. And I believe that with my entire being. Like, nope. I am not the one that is going to go start shit. And I, I hear what I, I see you like looking oh, at no, it. I was just saying, but you are also me. the one to start shit. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I would no, I wouldn't start shit. I would address shit. Right. I wasn't the guy that brought something up out of nothing. I was the guy that recognized Some that shit's about you to go. feel like yeah. you're bringing some. Okay. So let's right, address fair. that. Yeah. Let's address that now. But I also, and to the point on parenting, like. What she and I have come to terms with is, I'm like, you can do it your way up until about fourth grade. At that point, I'm going to teach him, one, to stand up for himself. And and not that he doesn't stand up for himself. He does. Right. She is teaching him how to stand up for himself verbally. Right, right. And you need that, too. And I will teach him that you are never the one to start a fight. Right. You finish it, and you finish it as quickly as possible. Quickly, the least amount of damage is quickly as possible. Oh no, the most amount of damage is least amount of damage meaning collateral to yourself, to yourself, to others around you, even okay. even to the person. No, see, I I am a firm believer of if you can end it without like inflicting well, serious injury, then end it. Let's be honest, though. But <laughs> like, you and I, I think, are saying the same thing in terms of you are not the first. You do not start shit. But you finish it. Well, see, yeah, and here's my thing, though. I guess it's opposite. It's almost the opposite now that I think about it. We might need to have to take a bathroom break after this because I'm full. But it's almost the opposite because, as you know, me and my father of a smaller stature. You and Andrew are of larger Larger stature. stature. So it's a different mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, where me and my father may be slightly more technical than you as in being able to do something right that you know we're you may be able to do straight up overpower exactly <laughs> exactly which could because as everyone knows once you get into that mode you do have a blackout point oh yeah you have to bring yourself back out of it to realize what's happening and a lot of times it's already done and you're still doing something right by the time you wake up yep and it's like, oh shit, didn't mean to do all that. Sorry about that, but shouldn't have started shit. Right. So right. my realm of thinking is most of the time I'm coming into a physical encounter, it's always going to be someone bigger than me. I hear you. So I'm going to inflict the most damage as soon as possible in hopes that you recognize that was That's more than I expected. Yep. Didn't want to do that anymore. Whereas I'm looking at it from like, if I am looking to inflict the most damage, I could kill this person. Right, and I know that as well. And I'm not I, saying you couldn't. I'm just saying, like, from a... If I were to literally pick somebody up and slam them, I could right. easily well, break see, a that's, neck and or that's a back the, or And that's whatever. the difference between me and you, because I'm not... You're not looking to do that. No. I, I know if where, I'm looking to inflict the most damage, that is absolutely I what I am doing. I can hit you <laughs> that will shut you down. <clears throat> That'll shut your whole shit down. Right. I just got to land the shot, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to land it. Yeah, I hear you. I've never really not landed it. 
outside of the ring. In the ring, I've not landed it. But outside of, I've never really not landed that. Right. What I expected to land type shit. But it goes back to what you said. And it's not that I took it the wrong way. But it's not that I start shit. It's that with me knowing my stature, you have to understand that. If you let somebody else take the first swing, maybe. Well, I, that's what I was saying. I, good, I yeah. never I never have taken the first swing, even when I know I should have. Yeah. Like, you're, you. you're not in a good position right now. You may be outmanned at the moment. You should probably be the aggressor. Right. Still, I'll hold off, and yeah. that usually ends up with me getting jumped or something like that. But my whole thing is with me being of small stature, you have to understand that you're not backing me up. You're not going to cur me into a ball to feel like so when something happens, I'm going to be the guy to say, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Let's address this here. Right. So, you know, so, you know, (laughs) oh, shit, this isn't a guy that's just going to act like he didn't hear it or see it. Right. He's in my shit. Then you start thinking, well, why is this little guy in my shit? He must know something I don't know. Right. Now, if you choose to take it beyond that, yes, I'm going to do the most damage I hear you. in the fastest amount of time. So you're like, done. I'm done. And what I will say on the, the child rearing aspect is Char and I at least did agree on, like, use your presence. Right. Intimidation is You're big okay. enough, right. Right. Until so you run into somebody like me, it's like. No doubt. No doubt. But honestly, like, in. Not saying he won't, but I mean, majority of the time. Yeah, you're not. Especially because one, as personable as he is, like he's always going to have everybody else in his corner. Right. Or not always, but right now he's got a lot of other people in his corner. Like if somebody's being a dickhead. Right. And he kind of puffs his chest a little bit and just say it with your chest. Right. Most people are going to. Right. Most kids his There's age, not a lot of even honey, a year or two older, are going to back down. There's not a lot of honey badgers out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is, like. Well, now that MMA is prevalent, there's a lot more honey badgers than there were before. And I think that's fair. I think the, the, the point that I've made is that I didn't really have that switch until after my pop. You always had it. You just didn't know you had it. Fair. I didn't know how to activate it or I didn't recognize it, but like he's got that switch now. Right. I can and see he that. knows how to tap into it. I can it, see like, that. When he gets pissed off. <laughs> so maybe, you need, maybe you need a char. You so know maybe I mean? that's why I agree. I agree. And she and I have come to terms that that is like, all right, I hear you. But understand when it gets to a certain point. Once it gets to a I point don't where kids want, can start hurting each other, right. he needs to know how and, and I never, get out of it. And as right fast now, like possible. the 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 play fighting he does with his friends, he already knows how to pull back. At some point, I'm going to have to teach him how to let go. Right. Well, you know, I got him. I know you do. And with that, we're going to take a quick break because Cliff I and I both got to take a piss. So we'll be right back. Uh, check us out here in a minute here on Do Fools Agree. Thank you all.
Yo, what's up, fools? We are back here on episode 65 of Do Fools Agree. Thank you for obliging the quick bathroom break. (laughs) Clip's line was, I thought I was going to have to flush. (laughs) Listen, I almost filled that motherfucker up. Damn. Listen, I was about to have to head to the sink. Oh, man. (laughs) That'd have been awful. So what else we got to talk about tonight, man? Hmm. I mean, we got, we got, we're about an hour forty-five in. Okay, so we got, um, we got, we got another, another topic or two we can cover depending on what. Let's see what I got. It looks here. like, but check your little book of rhymes my, and right. let me know. My book of thoughts. Oh man. Yeah, I really the the problem is is that free time wise, hasn't been a lot. Hasn't been a lot this week and just been busy. And on what time wise you said? Said free time. All right, listen, you shit. And so things have been a little nuts, but and it's been mostly work, but that's all right. And I will say, uh, A Reg found a new game he was getting into. He he discovered Minecraft, which I didn't know anything about. And as a geek, I felt a little sad about that because I I know geeks love that that game, and but. I did my best. We started harvesting shit <laughs> to craft and build, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, none of that. Are there any games coming out? Like, like I feel like there hasn't been a good game in a long time. Uh, so has there been like, is there anything coming up? Like, I I've heard Mass Effect is doing the Legendary Edition, but that's an old game being remastered. What's that one game? I've been playing Minecraft. I I've been replaying Skyrim again because I downloaded. A bunch of mods. Really? Yeah. I honestly, I know my Xbox is like, am I owned anymore? What you mean? Like, did this motherfucker trade me in? I (laughs) I haven't turned that bitch on since January. Well, honestly, once I got that, I mean, it was funny because at our old house, everything was done through the Xbox, but then the new TV upstairs... Right. That's a fire TV, and I'm mm-hmm. with you. Like, up until probably two or three weeks ago, I hadn't turned it on. I hadn't turned the Xbox on in almost two months. Listen, I don't even know my bitch will light up anymore. Well, the fucked up thing was I changed over from Xbox Live to Game Pass or whatever. And I downloaded a couple I of still games. pay for all my shit. I'm glad you said something. I need to cancel that. <laughs> but I did, I did upgrade from Live to Game Pass, and... Game Pass I have high hopes for because Bethesda is going to do day and date on Game Pass, meaning when it's released, it'll be available on Game Pass. Right. Now, that's only one game that I've been eyeing, and it's boxing. Is it? Yeah, it's that oh, eSports boxing that, that club. Oh, Euro one? Uh-huh, but okay. it, I mean, it, it didn't Euro anymore. They okay. brought on, um, I can't think of his name. What the fuck but they bring name? on some real time. Right, like they've got. Well, and honestly, like, I don't like know all about the big you. fighters, Terrence Crawford and all them. Like, okay. they just haven't gotten like all of the like, no Floyd Mayweather fighters or anything like that. But the but. flip side with a game like that is, is if it has, if the mechanics are good and it's got a creative character. Right. Well, build. see, the thing is, or, though, or somebody else will build it and you'll be able to download well, it. See, the difference, the thing, the the how they're coming at this is. They 
So they're making a league, an actual league, like a tournament, like esports okay. type shit. And whoever wins gets the WBC esports belt, like the actual okay. belt that the champ gets, but it's for but the esports. E right. So I don't think that they're going to allow people to use creative players in that league. I'm not sure. You know, I may not. They may. But usually when you create a player, it's a little different than the players you play with. Agreed. So Agreed. I feel like they may limit it to just already Unless made players. Unless they give you, like, a, the set stat Right, right, right. Or otherwise, only, or you only have so many total points. Right, because otherwise, it's like, well, damn, he's been playing this game longer than me. I'm never gonna be him. Right. His Which honestly is my problem with games like fucking Call of Duty and all that. Right. Shit, dude. Well, you could still slide on Call of Duty because even if you're rank rank fifty and you got all your little attachments and shit, you can still get the kill if you're you good enough. But, but it makes it a, it lot, is harder. a lot harder. It does. Which make always it a lot is harder. counterintuitive to me, like. I think the, those kind Backwards. of games, you should start with everything, and, and then, then as you level as you, up, right. you should get less. I think so, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which I know is counterintuitive to gaming in general and, like, game mechanics. Like, I get that. But that's the reason But you can still get them to unlock shit at the end of going backwards. You know what I mean? Like, it would almost be better for you to prestige because once you prestige, you unlock this. Yeah. Whereas... Once you prestige now, you just start all over again. Right. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But honestly, that's what kind of drove me out of, like, the shooter gaming was... I'm not I, I wasn't Call of good Duty enough guy. To... I do like shooters, but not Call of Duty. Well, fair. Like, but you could... I could throw any game in there. Like, Destiny's the same way. Like, yeah. Destiny was my shit for a while. When I played it regularly, and then I stopped playing for a little while, and suddenly, like, I don't have shit. Right. See, Battlefield, I like Battlefield. That was a little different. Yeah. It wasn't so much like... See, Battlefield, I liked uh, not not Battlefield proper, but uh, what was it, Bad Company? The one with the uh, grenade on uh -huh. the front of the cover? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I ever played that I liked, on my own. Honestly, I, I only... think I got, I got sucked in by like the, the campaign there. Right. And honestly, I'd rather play the solo campaign shit than the multiplayer. Anyway. See, I'm opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, when I get like a Call of Duty or a Battlefield, I won't play the campaign at all, and I'll just jump straight into the. See, I because I use because I like games for escapism. Right. I don't want to. Well, do see, that's that's certain games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Call of Duty. So let's put it like this: I like games that I know what it takes to be there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's usually why when it comes to, like, campaign type shit, I'll lean more towards sports. And I'm with Like, you creating a, a boxer or a basketball player or because I've played enough to know this is what it takes. But I guess when it comes down to an army situation, I've never been in it to know when the adrenaline kicks in. You know what I mean? I like, in a sport game, you know... I'm playing as a boxer. Oh, I know what happens after those two jabs land. You're a little dizzy and you're looking to get an opening. So I'm, you know, I'm in it like, oh, now I got to, you know what I mean? But when it's a shooting game, I haven't been in the army. I'm no Marine. Right. 
I don't know what happens when that bullet whizzes by. Like, and see, meanwhile, I like like the sci-fi fantasy shit on that. Front. See, and I, maybe that's why I've never gotten into Star Trek and superheroes and shit like that because it's like, and I know we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before. It's like I've seen real people that have done shit that's like never seen a regular man do that. Right. So why would I? idolize Superman when there's a Mike Tyson right in front of me like yeah no and I think that makes sense you know what I mean I've never known nobody I could fly so fuck Superman right but this man seems to run over everybody that steps in his way that seems more of a superpower to me than uh him you know right 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 more realistic right so that's why I can't get into all the I have gotten into um Lost in Space. Oh, really? The reboot. Have you seen that at all? I mean, I watched like the first three or four episodes. Man, I, I listen. Are they, up to, are they season. up to second or third season now? They got one and two on there. Okay. I'm waiting on that third season because I was hooked. Okay. Like, I mean, I was up to like 2 a.m. and had to be up at 6 watching gotcha. that shit. All right. Just because a new episode came on, I was like, oh, shit, how did I get out of this? I can't stop. <laughs> Got to stay up and see what happens. Right, right. Let me roll up again. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you bring Lost in Space up. So the one that is um, that I didn't talk about earlier that I've been watching is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And so I know I've talked about that a couple times. Most recent episode, I won't give any spoilers, but they start to directly address some of the things they've been setting up in terms of um, Should she already made predictions on that she said ex- they uh, exactly like Falcon not wanting to take up the mantle because he's right. a black man in America and like making Captain America black has a lot of repercussions right. that nobody realizes and they finally address that head on here in this episode mm. uh, and then the I think the season finale is next week they trying to warm people up into I mean Disney's been. Compared to where they were in the 50s and how they were very, we'll say, anti-Semitic and straight-up racist. Who are we talking about? Disney. Fucking Nazi sympathizers? Yeah, exactly. So, but I think they've come a long way. But listen, <laughs> they, you know what that meant? Like that, that, that actually trips me out, right? But the flip side is, is that you have to understand that Disney... The Disney family doesn't have anything to do with it Right, anymore. but at the same time, change nobody, the name. And nobody attached to the Disney legacy has anything attached to it. Change the name, because I, I feel like I feel like when you can fire Paul Pierce... But the problem is, is that you've got the, the equity is in the Disney name. But I hear what you But it saying. doesn't matter. You could say this is Disney, but we're changing from Disney to this because of how people may look at Disney. Because my whole thing is, if you can fire Paul Pierce, an ESPN analyst, for having strippers in a house yeah. on live, for that being a bad look, but everyone else knowing your history is Nazi sympathizers. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. That's so fucking redundant, it doesn't make sense. So, wait. But again, did, but does the common person know that Disney is associated with Nazis? Well, I mean, the, the, the... I mean, I agree. If you care to do any research, yes. Right. But 
I don't give how a fuck about Disney, and how do I know about that? <laughs> I don't watch fucking Disney. I hear you. Maybe with my daughter, like the little camp, choo, choo, whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it's called. You know, all the little dumbass Disney shows? Um, all the little dumbass kid shows? I'll watch them, but I mean, at the same time, I just think to myself, like, that's the motherfucking structure that y'all built. Yeah. That you can have a Nazi sympathizing company firing people because they feel it's a bad look. Oh, really? Right. Oh, really? Oh, a grown man doing everything legal in a picture in a video is a bad look on Disney? On Disney. I hear you. And we're talking about canceling and firing motherfuckers and Disney is still around? Well, that's because Disney has shifted their image to be the front the mentally of the, Ill. the front of the social justice. It's the what they did. Movement. What they did, otherwise, other than explain why oh, Captain bro, America man. can't be that's black. Sorry about that. No, oh, you talking to them? I was about to say what they did, other than explain why Captain America can't be black on the episode. Fair. What have you done? You just fired a black man for legal shit. From an ESPN perspective. Because it looks bad. Yeah. But you're the leader of the social justice movement now? Right. I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. This whole world that we live in is just like... Motherfuckers, like... (laughs) It's to the point where... It's almost to the point where the word woke has evolved. Where initially it like the the woke movement was the inclusive movement we want to include people exclusive and cancel culture now i'm not even saying that now that's not where i'm going where i'm going is now we're to the point where woke is not about being inclusive as far as culture woke is as far as looking to see that you're just a cog in a machine that doesn't work Okay. You know what I mean? Now I'm yeah, yeah, waking yeah. up to see that the people that are manipulating our situations aren't dealing with these situations. So how could you continue to put money in their pockets? I hear what you're saying. That's the the waking up where before it was just are you woke? Do you do you see that everybody should be included? Now is it do you see that you're being manipulated by the masses? Okay. Or the masses are being manipulated by, by the few yeah. basically. But and even social justice it all falls in the same realm or in the same Right. If you get rid of, of those mentally ill on top, then the inclusion starts to open up a bit. Right. Because okay. they're the ones that are stopping the inclusion and propagating it to be a situation to where these people are at these people. Chinese people and blacks are beefing. I didn't know. Right. I just had a niece a week ago. <laughs> I just had a new little Blasian niece a week ago. I didn't know that. I, which, by the way, I didn't know that that was. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like. It's it's all about the propaganda of the mentally ill on top. Did that come up, by the way, while Chris was on the show? Because <laughs> I didn't know that it was happening. <laughs> I think it may have. It may have. I don't know. Yeah, because I think that drove him to his tangent. It, it, I mean, that makes sense. So the reason why I asked that question is because 
I don't know that it came up during the show. Because it might not have came up in the same context we discussed it previously. Right, right. Which was my whole point around. Right. Like, that explains other aspects of that conversation. Right. In terms of now I can connect dots that weren't there before. Right, 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 right. Well, like, I think Obviously, that... I didn't have the full context. I may have given different advice at that point. Right. <laughs> and I think that there was a... Um, I think that there was a big... I don't even want to say understanding, but listening issue that went oh, on no, no. in that episode as no, well. No. Because let's be honest, when he just starts talking and talking... Eventually, you stop listening if it doesn't. Oh, no doubt. If it's not a sweet tone to my ear, meaning making sense to me, I just stop listening. Or once you talk over me so many times, I stop fucking listening. (laughs) That's that's the part as well. But yeah, that's what I think. And it was just a situation where motherfuckers wasn't listening in that situation. I mean, it's all good. We got through the episode. And honestly, by the end of the episode, it was great. No, it was. It was just the first 30 minutes were not great. <laughs> I mean, you get what you get, food truck shit. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I think we got to start thinking about food truck shit from, uh, for the next couple of weeks. So Let's do it. Anybody that's interested, uh, you know, hit us up. We're always open for guests. Oh, did you my shelves email up? you? What's up? Shelby, that was on with uh, asking to get on. With Shelby Malcolm. did, Shelby did ask, but I think the ask was for Doofles or for uh, no the it showers. Doofles agree, we ain't doing that. You don't want no, no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> like Mike said, you don't know enough to be on hit the showers. It'd be different. Like that's this is a, this is an opinion. But I think that was the show. ask. The ask was to be on hit the showers. Well, the request in the um, so should we ask her gift. to come on? Do fools agree. agree. Right. All right. I'm game. Yeah. So that's that's gonna have to be that because Well, reach out, set it up. She ain't my people. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean if we want yet. if we went uh Shelby and Malk on the same episode, I'm good for that too. We got We could do that. We could do a uh, mini reunion. <laughs> I'll be the odd man out. That's all right. I'm you used know? to that. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I love my shelves. You just we you can't hold a two hour conversation about sports. So let's start baby steps. Let's give it the opinion show, and then we can move well, on. Well, when's Lester that. gonna be on? I don't know. That's Malcolm's cousin. Now that motherfucker, I don't. Yeah, I got Shelby's number. I don't got Lester's. All right. Well, let me know. Mm-hmm. I can call. I think Shelby I have. Myself. I think I have info for both of them. If nothing else, I have an email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listen. There you go. Shoot them out. Shoot some invites. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Oh, man. You got anything else to talk about tonight? I'm running out of topics. I don't Beat got down shit. for the week. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for this week to be over. Is it 12 o'clock yet? Uh, Negative, but we are at 11.20. So, what's that, 39 minutes? 39 minutes to this week is over. I'm ready for it. All right. So you, you look at uh, end of day Friday as the week being over. Get it out of here. <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> so you got anything to take us out tonight, Cliff? Viva la revolucion!
Viva la revolucion. Oh no, you gotta talk for another half a minute because I gotta delete stuff off. Libertad! <laughs> Libertad! <laughs> Fuck that. I was only kidding! I wasn't! <laughs> fuck that Quaalude and fuck your love in the morning. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm gonna do my usual spiel. Uh, spiel do us a favor: out. like, subscribe, share on YouTube and Facebook. If you're listening to us on the podcast, do us a favor: subscribe, rate, comment. And with all of that, uh, Cliff will be back tomorrow night with Hit the Showers, NFL Fight Talk. And I'm assuming you're going to cover the fight we watched. Oh, yeah. I wish I could be on. Unfortunately, we got the kiddo birthday party this going on at the right. same time. So I'll see if I can jump off for the first half hour, but we'll, uh, we'll work that out. Okay. Uh, outside of that, thank you all for joining us tonight. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. Uh, and as Cliff says... Love everybody. Love everybody. I was about to say something else, but I felt like it would be taken out of context. I was going to say, except for the mentally ill, but not, <laughs> not the actual. <laughs>